0: Welcome to The Connection, a podcast to connect you to the parish of Yates. My name's Howell. And I'm Justin. We are your hosts sharing with you the good news of the parish and to enable you to grow outside of the walls of the church building. Okay, so on this week's episode of The Connection, we are going to be talking about the career pathway of our vicars. Uh, And we've got a very special guest. We've got Reverend Gail with us. Hello, Reverend Gail. How are you? I'm
1: very well, thank you.
0: And Reverend Gail is about to complete that kind of transition into a key point within her career. But I think we all appreciate that we've got lots of people that have come through the doors of the parish of Yates at different stages of their career within becoming a vicar and within the world of, of, of the church. And we thought it'd be quite Good to have an episode to talk about what it what it is to follow that pathway. What are those different segments that you must follow? Um, I personally am very clued up on this, so I thought it'd be a great episode to talk about it, so we can all learn together. So, Gail, thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. We are sitting in the uh, the soul space, the corner of St Mary's at the minute. So we're just after uh, an amazing praise and play. So you can hear children in the background just leaving. Um, So, so Gail. Talk to me about your career. So where did it all start?
1: Well, I never really dreamed that I would ever become a priest, to be honest. Um, It was never on my mind. It was never something that I'd considered. Um, But I um, started um, going to church um, regularly... And um, just felt that there was something that I was being asked to do. And yeah. I wasn't sure what it was. And at that point, I actually thought it was something about making um, a, a service for families. A okay. bit like Praise and Play here, actually. Yes. Um, so having um, something outside of the Sunday service that... Um, uh, that uh, parents and carers with their young children could come to yeah. co- comfortably yeah. and have them running around and not feel that they had to be quiet on a yeah. Sunday morning yes. and um, fortunately um, at the same time as I was thinking about this we had a new incumbent, a new vicar come to our parish okay. and he said um, yeah that sounds like a great idea Gail, yeah. um, let's do it. So we started this service with me kind of supporting him and him doing everything Um, And then a year down the line, I ended up leading it and he stepped back. OK. And again, I just thought this was just something that um, mums did, really. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about, so you're going to church regularly. What was your job at that point? What career did you have?
1: Before I had the children, I worked as a property manager um, for uh, charter surveyors in, in Long Ashton. Um, working with industrial properties, letting them and um, organising works for them. Okay. Um, And then when I had the children, I took a career break. Okay. Well, it's a Um, challenging
0: time, isn't it, having children and finding time for yourself?
1: Absolutely. I had three children under the age of five. Wow. (laughs) um, Which was in itself a full-time job. Yeah. And I absolutely loved it. Um, And and it was during this time that um, I started up what we called praise and play too actually by okay. coincidence Oh wow! Um, and then around the same sort of time I was asked whether I would become the administrator for our benefits
0: okay so
1: I took up a part-time role as wow. the benefits administrator like okay. Joanne in our office here y- yes and so I worked um tw- 12 hours a week yep. during school hours when the when the boys were at school and um, got to know an awful lot of the ins and outs of the ministry team and yeah. what went on and um, began to get more involved in um, leading prayers and um, lay services. Um, and
0: So this is just a mum that was keen to come along to church. Just who, help out. Who's, who's helping with praise and play their version. And you're, and, and you're now in the office and, and that your faith then, I can imagine, grew. You find yourself taking part in all sorts of different parts of the church
1: i, I had um a really encouraging vicar oh, okay. who um oh, in fact i had a couple of really encouraging vicars who were um who were encouraging me to to um to exploring christianity yep. um which is a course which is a, a kind of precursor to lay ministry right, and okay. i was i kept getting emails from people saying will you consider lay ministry but i didn't think i needed to do that to okay. be honest yep. because i was just a mom who was yep. helping out yep. and what do i know about anything <laughs> especially about leading in church um so i kept saying no that's not for me that's okay. not for me that's not for me but i'll do the course anyway okay and see All how right. i get on so yep. i wanted to learn more about my faith yes so i did the exploring christianity course um and then at the end of that course, we were asked to go on the am I called to be ordained course. Okay. So I went along again with the attitude, <laughs> well, nobody will want me actually, yeah. but we'll see. Yep. You know, if, if I'm meant to do this, then I am. If I'm not, well, that's, that's it really. Yeah. So I went along with the intention of training as a lay minister. Okay. Um, so working within the local church. And I went through the, uh, the, the interview process. It was quite a rigorous day of interviews wow. and presentations and uh, facilitations. And at the end of it, my report came back and they said um, they would consider me for ordained ministry. Wow, or, so that's... Um, which I hadn't really considered at all. Okay. And when they asked me, why aren't you going forward for ordination? I kind of said, what me? yeah. but anyway
0: you were were just hungry for courses and hungry to uh, even I can relate to that to try and learn more about your faith and and and, and learn more about the bible and what it means in, in, in modern context and in prior and here you are now being greeted by these people that have interviewed you you've clearly done some prep work with your presentations now being asked to make the next step
1: so I didn't.
0: OK. So,
1: <laughs> so, so I, I did the year's training. Yeah. And at the um, end of the training, we had to do a placement okay. um, before we were um, licensed as lay ministers. And um, so my tutor sent me to fishponds with okay. Lizzie, who's a female incumbent with three children. OK. And so I got to spend a month with this woman, who oh. Vicar, who is managing a family, and saw what it would look like. Yeah. Um, And she was of the same tradition as me, which which meant quite a lot. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time talking with her. Yeah. And at the end of the month came back and spoke to my tutor and said, I don't want to be licensed. Okay. Okay. OK. Because if you were licensed at that point, you couldn't go forward for ordained ministry for three years.
0: Right, okie dokie.
1: So I wanted to explore that avenue. Okay. So that was in the um July, yeah, and by may the following year, yep. I was going for BAP, which is the bishop's um ad- bishop's advisory panel okay well, which is what one just come back from yes, yes. it's a three day panel where you are interviewed in depth and you again you do presentations and um you to spend time with people who are advisors to the bishop.
0: Yeah, okay. So you did the two big courses, and then yeah. between the two between that course and BAP, you were just then continuing your spirituality. Yeah. The church was reading, utilizing reading yeah. and just growing within within your faith. Mm. So BAP sounds quite a scary experience.
1: Yes, it it could be actually. Yeah. Um it for a lot of people, it was the be-all and end-all. This is what they really wanted okay. to do. For me, my calling was more of a gentle tapping. Okay. So um, I knew that I felt God was calling me to do something, but I didn't know what. Yeah, okay. Um, but I wouldn't have minded if I hadn't have got through BAP, if you like. Yeah, absolutely. So it wasn't the be-all and end-all for me. okay. Um, So I really enjoyed it. I had a great time. I had some really good conversations with the interviewers. Um, But when I got home, realised how much it meant to me. Um, And then two weeks, agonising weeks of waiting for this massive report that they write about you. Um, And I was accepted to train.
0: Okay. So what kind of things do they test within that kind of BAP process?
1: So, um, there are three, um, interviews. Um, so there is an educational one. Okay. A pastoral one and spirituality. Okay. So you have, um, the, the three interviewers interview on different aspects of that. Okay. Um, and again, you need to do a presentation and all of, all of that sort of thing. And a pastoral letter. Okay. So you've tested on your... Ability to respond to different circumstances and situations. Right. Okay,
0: which you know, it, it, the life of a vicar doesn't it, it never ceases to amaze me. At the kind of complexities that you guys have to deal with, that quite literally is at the door of the church that you've got to deal with. So you can see why they would test that. So two weeks passed. Two weeks flew by. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and the result, of course, yeah. was a positive outcome.
1: Um, so yeah, so that was great. So I um, chose to train full time. Okay. Which was a big decision for me because I still had um, children um, who are school age. And um, so going full time for me um, and for my family was a big change. Yeah, OK. But it meant that I was fully immersed in the process. Yeah. And that... um, when I was at college, I was fully immersed in college. Yep. When I was at home, yep. I was mum. Okay. And that was really important to me.
0: So full-time training, what, what does that involve? Going to college? Yes. Yep. So, so
1: um, I I was doing full-time residential. Okay. Um, which sounds as if I lived in, but I yep. didn't. Nothing okay. quite so glamorous. <laughs> so um, four days a week, I was in college. One day was a study day and okay. one day off. Right. And then you have a, a church placement okay. um, where you're supposed to do four or five hours a week.
0: Okay. And so, what are you? What, what's your title at that point?
1: At that point, you're an Ordinant An
0: ordinant. Okay. So.
1: So we have currently we have Wanda who has just been through her BAP. Okay. And she's an ordinant. Okay. Joanne. Yeah. Who is just coming to her first end of her first year as an ordinant. Okay. We have Kaz. Yep. Yeah. Who's a student at Trinity and who is an ordinand, and she's with us at the moment. Okay. And Dan, Dan. who is still an ordinand, just. Just. Because he's going to be ordained deacon on the 1st of July.
0: Lovely. Okay, so good. So that gives us an idea. And so, how long is the course at college?
1: It depends on your age. Okay. Um so um for me because I am over thirty-two just.
0: Only just <laughs> only
1: just um I had to do two years full time. Two years full time, okay. Um if you're under thirty-two, um you get three years three or years. four years depending on okay. um, and what
0: And is that funded completely by yourself? Is that something how does that all work?
1: We are very fortunate in the Church of England yeah. that that um, if we train full-time yeah. for um, stipendary ministry, we are funded. Okay, well that's
0: good then, isn't it? Because um, yeah. there's a lot of demands on you, isn't there, from a financial point of view, to support you through that process, and knowing that the Church of England supports you through that is really reassuring. Yeah. Um, okay, well that's good, so you've, you've gone through college, you've gone through all of those key titles, so where are you now in your whole grand career?
1: Right. So um, I was deaconed yep. last July. Last July. Okay. Um, and I am just about to be priested. Okay. So that means that although um, I am viewed as the from the outside world, so I'm a curate basically. Yes. But from the outside world, I am a priest because yeah. I wear a dog collar. Yes. Um, and um, I lead services i can do funerals i yep. can do baptisms um what i can't do until i'm priested is um to take holy communion services okay and weddings okay so um, they're
0: left to the the, the priest appointed yeah okay.
1: and you can remain the deacon yeah and in fact before women were allowed to become priests yeah there were quite a few women deacons who were okay. deaconed but didn't but
0: couldn't progress. couldn't progress. Yeah, absolutely, and that's I think another conversation that I think we'll have on the connections about women within the church because mm. it's a it's a great old debate and discussion that would be I think a really good one to discuss within the connection. Um, okay, so the you've used the word curate. So is that a is not like a, a position within the church to support your your placement or so?
1: Yeah. So um, as a curate, mm. you are based um, in. Um, in a parish where you are al- almost like a trainee vicar. Okay, yeah. So um, for the first um, three to four years you, you're you placed somewhere and basically if I make mistakes then the rector, so Ian yeah, in this yeah, case yes. has to mop up all the problems.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So um, it's almost, well oh, that's the way he views it anyway so that's great. <laughs> that's good. Um, <laughs> um, Supportive boss. Absolutely. Um, so um, so it's it's almost like having your stabilizers on right so that you get to experience all the aspects of ministry that yep. you can before you're you have all the responsibility of your own parish okay. Okay.
0: Um, yeah that's that that does make sense doesn't it and uh, and it's quite nice because once you once your wings have been unclipped and you become a full priest there is the potential that you're going to have your own church and your own community and being where you are at the minute allows you to learn from your mentors, which mm. is important. So you're about to make that final step. You're going to have yes. the upgraded dog collar. Um, the
1: sparkly one. The
0: sparkly one. Wouldn't that be lovely? So what will that mean for you now? Will you stay with us here in Yate? How does all of that work?
1: Yeah, so I I will be with you in Yate for oh. um, at least another two years, okay. potentially three years yeah. Um uh, the the plan is that after two years, if all's gone well, that I will be signed off. Okay. Um, and then I'll be able to look for a job somewhere else.
0: So there's more to it. So even though you're going to be ordained formally, you, you've still got more work to do. Yes, wow. absolutely.
1: Okay. And and whilst I'm here and I'm I'm working full time, I also have a portfolio that I have to do. It's the bane of all of our lives, where oh, we have to record okay. everything. Okay. And uh, do theological reflections okay. and. Um, basically, um, evidence yeah. the fact that we are doing what we should be doing yes, and where and we should continuing
0: be continuing your journey.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that's very exciting, isn't it? So that's it was good to know that we we're going to got you for another couple of years. Um, so how will the big day play out? I imagine it is in the cathedral.
1: Yes. And, uh,
0: and who will who will we expect to see there? Obviously, everyone. Going so
1: um, Bishop Lee will be um, presiding, and he's the one who will ordain yep. um, ordain me, um, and he ordained me deacon as well. so oh, that's, that's nice. That's good. Um, so the new bishop, Bishop yeah. Viv, will not be in post by then. No. Um, okay. So um, so it will be Bishop Lee. There will be lots of pomp and circumstance. Okay. There will be lots of people robed. Yep. Um, and for me, it feels it feels really special. It yeah. also feels quite scary. Yeah. Um, in a kind of, it's a it's a responsibility. Okay. Actually, yeah. it feels okay. like a huge responsibility. Yeah. Um, particularly um, with matters um, around the Eucharist, around Holy Communion, because yeah. that's such an important part of my tradition.
0: Yes, and to be able to deliver that to others yeah. is quite an important role mm. isn't it and you can uh, yeah, absolutely appreciate the the angst, the stress, the, mm. the nervousness that will bring that with you, but in a good way because it is a yeah, journey that absolutely. you've absolutely committed to do uh, and complete um, an exciting time for you and, and you've clearly got a family behind you that's been supporting you along the way, absolutely. you and your family are a, a face and a figure within the church and it's been fantastic to see you guys uh, and so there I can imagine looking forward to seeing you making that, that next step.
1: Yeah absolutely, I, I don't think you can do anything like this unless you have a supportive family yeah. behind you um there have been times when it's been really hard it's been mm. really tough yeah. and um times when my family have had to compromise and i've yeah. had to compromise yeah. um, but it's been worth it and yeah. i'm sure that they would say that too
0: yeah no absolutely absolutely i can imagine they will but no, that's fantastic well Thank you, Gail. That's been amazing to learn just a kind of a snippet of a lifetime of of a vicar and how you've gone from the beginning to where you started to where you are now. And we are all looking forward to seeing you develop even further Uh, and obviously very happy that you're going to be with us for a couple more years. Uh, And, of course, we look forward to having you back on The Connection to talk about other elements and, of course, women within the church as well. I think that's a really good subject to talk about.
1: Well, Thank you. (laughs)
0: We hope you've enjoyed this week's show. There's more content to follow, and you can find out more by going to yateparish.org.uk. As a podcast, you can also find us on iTunes and within SoundCloud. And as every week goes by, more podcast platforms will pick up The Connection, so you can be the first to listen to the new edition of The Connection. Thank you for listening and we look forward to hearing from you in the near future. The way to communicate with us can easily be found on our website, yateparish.org.uk. God bless.